And we are back. It is AIW's The Card is Going to Change. My name is Ronald Ronnie Deuces. I'm here with AIW owner, president, booker man, fucking boss guy, everybody, you know, he does it all, Mr. John Thorne. How are you doing, Mr. Thorne? I'm here. I'm alive. Hell yeah. That's all I really got to say. We got uh, we got the same. We got some some sponsors, of course. Some new sponsors. Do you want to say uh, you want to lead with the the new <coughs> sponsor we got for Absolution? Yeah. Um, well, they haven't cut the check just yet, but they did bring <laughs> okay. us quite quite a few uh, free beers. Um, which I don't know if we were supposed to drink. People those were now. really enjoying. Them. I told them that we did. <laughs> I told them that we. Yeah, drank people them. were really enjoying them uh, backstage. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I don't know if they wanted those to be, like, uh, you know, display models uh, at Absolution. I don't but, think uh, you hand somebody two cases or three cases, whatever cases of beer that was, and go, yeah, just hang on to these for a few weeks. Like, I don't, I don't think they, I don't know. If they, if they thought that, they might want right, to reevaluate. Because, like, <laughs> like, the guy, I was like, hey, man, like, everybody was really loved the beer. <laughs> they were drinking yeah. them warm. And he was, like, r- really... Uh, Weirded out by that. That's it's funny. He's like, uh, what? He's like, so you don't have any left? And I was like, no, <laughs> I, I have none. What did he think was going to happen? Here's these beers. Hold on to them for a month. That's that's an interesting take. But, well, they were, they were but, good. Uh, Everyone liked them. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the new uh, presenting sponsor for Absolution is... Royal Docks Brewing, uh, based out of Canton, Ohio, specifically their Backyard Crusher uh, Summer Beer is uh, the official sponsor, the official beer of AIW uh, and Absolution 15. Um, If you're listening to this, go give them a follow on the old Instagram at Royal Docks Brewing and uh, leave them some annoying comments that say AIW sent you. So they know that their uh, potential check that they're going to cut is uh, leading to some some brand awareness over here on the, in AIW land from the AIW fans. Yeah. Uh, they had a rep at actually at uh, the Winchester, and I don't know if they knew what they were even get, getting themselves into. But uh, they were there, and... Uh, they were taking it all in on uh, Thursday. That's night. a good one. Yeah, Winchester show for your first one. That's a good one. Um, I know. I know everyone can can show out brand wise because uh, we had another uh, brand that we had sponsored for a while, and everyone just before you know it, friggin' everyone's shaving their balls and shit. <laughs> everyone was on that train. Yeah. So hey, go out to. We never got that. We never got the. We never uh, got enough of those promo codes uh, to, to get any money, but uh, none, nonetheless, we got a free uh, free trimmer, <laughs> you know? So, yeah, everyone go to Royal Docs, right? Royal Docs, uh, Instagram. Yeah, Royal Docs, Royal Docs Brewing on Instagram, just at Royal Docs Brewing. And then also on Twitter, it is at Royal Docs Brew. Uh, give them a follow, give them a tweet, uh, ask them where you can pick up some of their beer, specifically the Backyard Crusher, tell them AIW sent you. And then, uh, from what I understand, Backyard Crusher will be for sale within the Tadmore Shrine at Absolution as well. Interesting. Huh. All right. Story developing on that, uh, you know, if the if the shrine if the shriners held up their end of the bargain. Yeah, there's a lot of moving parts in this uh, relationship here, but I uh, have to think with the shriners like that. Yeah, they got a lot of regulations and shit. So, well, I mean, they, you know, they just uh, they want to know what's in it for them. <laughs> yeah, right, of course. Yeah, you got to cut a, a portion of that, probably, huh? You know, like here's a check. Yeah. So, um, hopefully, this is the beginning of a long term relationship. I, I do know that they have some like brick and mortar restaurant brewery type places down there as well that potentially could uh, hold like a you know Akron Canton version of the Winchester schedule you know it's a it's a small bar venue space similar to the Winchester so could be uh, you know the beginning of a, a long-term relationship. You know, this is our second kind of endeavor with a brewery. 
Uh, we also, you know, worked with the Goldhorn a few years ago. Uh, unfortunately, the girl that we worked with there is no longer there, and the new people have no fucking idea what we're talking about when we reached back out. So yeah, that was a good time. That was a cool little room that we did back there. That was wild. Yeah, so uh, Royal Docks Brewing, please uh, seek them out, give them a follow, all that good stuff, and uh, hopefully we'll get a little uh, a little cash because we got a, a lot of expensive things on the horizon in in AIW yeah, there's land. So much going on. It's uh, crazy. For the second half of the year, it's it's pretty crazy. There's um, a lot more uh, smoke where there was fire. As as uh, I was discussing a potential another you know bought gig uh hitting the schedule soon a lot of things were heating up on that this week um so you know we're just uh, waiting on a few a few things to get uh squared away but uh it's looking like uh maybe the weekend of september 10th uh we may be adding something uh as long as uh things continue moving in the where they are this week uh we have to reach out to a few people on our end and do some stuff there but yeah there's been a lot of moving parts and uh you know also have been uh hired uh back by the uh, wicked clown enterprises <laughs> back in the juggalo graces again back in the juggalo good graces i actually took a conference call in the uh locker room at the winchester before the show you came back and you're like so happy like you could tell sometimes if you you know people work a job you know you could tell when the boss man like when things go on john comes back through those doors back on the clown's payroll again like until the vibe was up the mood was good <laughs> it was so <it's> funny <laughs> yeah i mean basically they just want me to kind of like help uh facilitate and keep things rolling they're gonna book the show they got some interesting ideas to say the least that maybe wouldn't be the way i would go but (laughs) hey you know i'm a hired gun i'm going in there i'm gonna run the show that they want run and uh you know do a little exploring in the grounds of the gathering uh in august and uh I got to yeah, try and tag know. along to that. We have a crazy schedule in August, and I don't even know if I'll be able to, but I, I really want to try and tag along just for just to see it for one time. I kind of want to – and I know you won't be sticking around for too long, so if I go, if I tag along or stick around with you, I'll, that'll probably be the in and out, you know? I don't need to be fucking getting lost on it's that t- shit. I mean, you, they, run a, they run a pretty tight ship, honestly. Like, last year, you know, like, the wrestlers didn't even get passes, I which – will probably be my job again like i had to like physically go to the gate every time a wrestler showed up for their for their booking and like i had to allow them in you know what i mean and they were like they didn't get a ticket or a wristband yeah. or anything like they were in for it was it was pretty crazy because they did two shows Locked last down, year kind of huh There's, yeah i mean you know I, I get it you know they're spending a lot of money and but uh only one wrestling event this year it sounds like so uh, that's even better for the whole get in get out for me just need to see one show get the fuck out of there yeah so uh, i believe that's going to be at like from like 1 to 3 a.m or something (laughs) some something crazy something crazy i got my official i mean they're pretty official you know they they email out like a full like itinerary you know venue maps and you know where you're supposed to be and uh, you know all this shit. It's funny so, to think that somebody's uh, job somewhere was typing all that up and getting it all organized and all that shit is like, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, you know, they're no slouches when you know it comes to their festival. Oh, yeah. So <laughs> that got squared away for me uh, on Thursday. So uh, you know, another uh, another check to throw into the uh, the AIW pots of uh, you know money that we're gonna need for the rest of August because. August is a pretty busy month. Like like we were saying, you know, we have... I'm going to be at the Gathering. Then we have North Canton. Then we have the Jaylet Weekend, three shows, which is, like, going to be an insane undertaking. Yeah. Like, uh, ex- crazy expensive this year. Um, then we got Russell Rager, you know what I mean? And then now we may be... I wanted to kind of take my foot off the gas a little bit. Now we may be adding the September 10th show. Uh, there's been an inquiry about September 17th weekend. Wow. Um, 
you know, we have a Winchester in September. Uh, we're back at the Shrine in October. Uh, back at the Winchester in October. You know what I mean? And then uh, I believe just November and December are just standalone events. Hopefully. Jeez, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be busy. Wrestle uh, Wrestle Rager was will be my uh, I believe that's my first. That'll be my one year because the first event I did was at. The, at the last, what is third stop or what was that place called? Outdoor that we did. Oh, first stop. First, first stop. stop. Yeah, that was my first first AIW sound gig. So. Yeah, I think uh, Russell Rager is going to be a good time. I mean, there, there's just so much stuff to where, you know, and like we tw- we tweaked the schedule coming back, and I think I may tweak it again next year. You know what I mean? Because. I, you know, you just never know what's going to pop up in the summer. So, you know, like, uh, and we can talk about it this week. I, I was super nervous about the uh, AIW 3D, which uh, just happened last Thursday. Uh, I I told a couple of people this uh, at the show because, you know, it ended up, you know, getting pretty full in there. It was mm-hmm. pretty packed. And, um, you know, people are like, ah, what are you worried about? You know, because they listen to the podcast. I was like... <laughs> As of yesterday, you know, like Wednesday before, we only had like 49 tickets sold. Like we didn't even have all of those like, you know, uh, get in, like get in yeah. early, you know, early upgrades. Entry, yeah. Like, <laughs> so it was just like, I was sweating, bro. Like I was sweating. Uh, and it came, you know, it, it came through. A lot of people came out, you know, uh, to see, you know, obviously West Barkley. A lot of people came out to support Eric Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Members only. There was a lot of, uh, you know, just little pockets of support uh, throughout the crowd, which uh, which was pretty. Yeah, cool. and I mean, it, they didn't show up early, so at, like you were saying, I know I was like, I was super nervous because I was like, man, doors have been yeah. open for like forty five minutes, and there's like. 13 people yeah, in here. Yeah, I walked to and from a couple, like, in and out a few times, and I was like, man, wait, so they are, you know, doors are open. Like, where the hell is everybody? But it did fill in. But I see, I kind of was waiting for it because that has kind of been the thing with the Winchester is before you know it, it's fucking shoulder to shoulder in there. It's just like they come out of nowhere. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just a thing where the, a Thursday night you get these walk up just before you know it it's it's a lot of it's a lot of people especially after intermission coming back in through intermission you're like damn man where did all these people come from I'm like okay um it seems to happen every every Thursday show in my opinion so but what did you think so overall what, what were you happy with the show how did you, how do you think it went yeah you know i i thought it it, it did what it needed to do, right? Like there was a lot of loose ends that were out there yeah, for a go home show. And we needed to make some for absolution. We needed to make some decisions, and we needed to, you know, figure out that absolution card. You know, uh, there was a lot of other things that were in the works that, for whatever reason, you know what I mean, fell apart. You know, through you know Matt Cardona, Tom, uh, you know Tom getting picked for the G one. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were a couple surprise returns that, like, oh, sorry, bro, I forgot. You know what I mean? I or did I took this booking? I forgot to mark you down in my book thing. You know, which is probably somebody was give, offering more money out. You know, I'm not gonna name any names or anything, but there was a couple of those situations. So it was like a lot of stuff fell apart, and it was just kind of like, all right, you know, like then we had like all these like kind of like half match matches you know what i mean that were left hanging out there from the original blueprint and you know we were like well we can use this show and kind of you know dot the i's and cross the t cross the t's on everything and you know we'll we'll come up with a card that we're gonna go with and that was really the big purpose of this show um you know i won't say you know a, a fan a fan messaged me privately with their feedback and i think that they thought it was going to be negative feedback mm-hmm. um you know so they're like you know i don't want to put this i don't want to put this on any of the public forums because i don't want to come off negative and i don't think they realized that like the feedback was actually complimentary because it was exactly what we we intended for you know what i yeah, mean what like, you were trying to put um, out there was what he gave back and you're like well no that's what we want 
Right. Like the, it, you know, it was, you know, their feedback was the show was uneven. The first half was like uh, an episode of, you know, uh, AEW dark. It was squash matches. And that was, that was by design. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and the second half was, was better like night and day. It was all, it was all by design. You know what I mean? Like w- we were utilizing, you know, that time to establish people, you know what I mean? Like Isaiah Broner legit, you know, was put in an enhancement situation with, you know, we looked around to see, you know, uh, who was there helping out and, you know, we, we picked somebody and, you know, it was with specific instruction, you know, it was all, it was all designed that way, Mm -hmm. honestly, to get, uh, to get things over and, you know, build towards the big show instead of give it all away at the Winchester, you know, and, um, they thought that it was negative and it was exactly, it was all how the entire lineup and flow of the show was designed. And, you know, this fan was like, they were nervous that they would get, uh, you know, roasted if they pointed that out, but it was pretty, it was pretty obvious that was, you know, what, what the plan was. And, uh, I thought that, it did great and it, you know, it totally served its purpose and it helped, you know, put things, you know, kind of, you know, uh, more in a clear view for what the card for absolution was going to be, you know, and it's really, it was really a show for the diehard fans, honestly, because those are the people that are paying the, the closest attention to anything anyway. Right. I mean, some of the loose ends are things that were people maybe had wondered about. You were able to take care of the show and, uh, yeah, I mean, <clears throat> not not everyone's gonna be following along week, you know, or show after show. But for the ones that are, it's starting to make sense here, going towards absolution, especially with right, a lot of the segments. I mean, this show was very segment heavy, almost even if anything. Right, and you know, listen, like uh, I'm looking at the absolution card, and uh, is it the best absolution card? I don't know. Is it the worst absolution card? I don't think so. Um, but it's a card of where everything is at as the you know we are as a company but as the industry as as a whole you know what i mean like you got to you got to go with some of these you got to go with some of these new people and you got to give them you know that platform and and see what happens right um and that's that's what we're going to do and you also have to rely on you know your you know pillars or you know stalwarts of the company as well and you know give them you know give them their their time to shine or their time to to fail so it it was a lot that's the big mentality going in absolution um you know i gargano i knew was going to sell the majority of the tickets without a card no matter what you know what i mean so i i figured that this is a good this is a good way to you know give people that that big stage and big opportunity and you know see if the crowd is fully buying in uh, on everybody and aiw as a whole is guys that that we've made um which is you know like you said you got to give new guys time you got to give time to the pillars luckily for aiw a lot of that line is kind of blurred a lot of our guys especially the top guys you know what i mean they're starting to become real big names around out there at other places so it works nice right it's just you know from my perspective it's it's a little different and i do think that fans get a little um (sighs) complacent with the lineup and i don't think they i I don't think they appreciate that you know these are the people that are about to be the people or are the people but since you see them every month like it's almost boring you know what i mean like like we'll always get like uh you know why don't you bring in wrestler x you know and it's just like well i don't know like where who would they wrestle what would they do like where would they fit in the current landscape of you know what we're doing you, you know what i mean like sometimes i think fans just want you to book somebody for the sake of booking them because they see that they've they're booked elsewhere you know what I yeah. mean? And name like, carries a lot of weight anymore some days, even though if you don't see them or have seen them many places. Right. And like I don't think they realize that like if you look at other shows, a lot of AIW guys are are, 
you know, uh, either people came from us or like a lot of, you know, those lineups are starting to get filled with the IW mm-hmm. people. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I've always had the mentality, we make them, they take them. And, uh, you know, I struggled with that a lot, you know, when it would happen. And, you know, sometimes your person that you made or whatever in your, you know, our own little universe isn't available anymore. Mm. Uh, but now I'm just kind of, you know, accepting of it. I know, you know, I know that's kind of our role within, you know, independent wrestling. And, uh, you know, maybe that sounds a little egotistical or whatever, but, um, I mean, it's, you know, there, there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of proof of that out there. So, um, I'm confident in our crew and I think that, you know, it, it's time, like, you know, let's get let's get Twan back out there and get him on the card and see what he can do. You know what I mean? Two years ago, he was a, you know, an, a just unstoppable force to the AW crowd. Yeah. You know, like, just incredibly yeah. hot coming off that NXT stuff and the breakup with MJF mm-hmm. and all that. And then, you know, COVID and everything else, you know, it was like he got an ice bucket dumped mm-hmm. on him. So it's like, you know, let's, let's give them a, let's give them a shot, you know? And that was, you know, totally the benefit of the original plans that we had for, you know, Matt justice and, uh, other things, you know, fell through. So it's like, let's look around the room and let's see, you know, at this point, it's like, you know, Matt justice is almost like the legend of AIW, right? Yeah. So it's like, who is, who's going to you know, who was going to step up. And, you know, I kind of looked at, uh, you know, who was available and I, I thought, well, you know, Tuan seems like a pretty interesting person to put in that situation. It could go terribly wrong or it could be, <laughs> you know, one of the most amazing matches ever. Right. right. I mean, I feel like, and that's kind of like the, that that's kind of like the chance that we can take when, you know, you have so many tickets already sold, you know right. what I mean? You don't have to worry about like, Oh man, I had this big thing lined up for Matthew Justice, and now all this stuff fell through, and it's like, well, like Matthew Justice isn't even available that often. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, especially nowadays, yeah. We gotta, you know, we gotta start, you know, giving, you know, giving our crew some some of these bigger opportunities. And at this point, Matthew Justice, is, there isn't much of a bigger opportunity on an absolution show than wrestling him. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy that's been around AIW. He's a, an AIW legend, like you said, and for Tuan to take some of that heat they had or whatever mojo that he had going that kind of cooled off, this is a chance. You know, he's had a couple matches. He got that win. This is now a chance. You have a good match with Matt Justice at absolution. You know, you have a, a banger match there. You could be right back in the position that you were. You know, Matt Justice is a big name. He wrestles all over the world, uh, you know. So you have a big match with him. People are going to get eyes on it, you know. So this is a big, that's a big chance for Tuan to come right back and get, gain the momentum that, yeah, like you said, you know, so. Right. And, you know, it's just, it's honestly just about, you know, not dwelling on things that fell through and, you know, trying to find solutions. And, uh, luckily, you know, we do have a wrestling school and we do have a great fan base that has, you know, really attached themselves to everybody that comes out of the wrestling school, Mm -hmm. you know? So, um, I just thought that that was the, you know, this is our big show. We haven't had it since COVID, you know, it's been like, I think three years. I think the last absolution was in 2019. Yep. Been a while. So like, you know, let's let's focus on our crew. You know what I mean? Like, we don't got to focus on everybody else's crew uh, for this show. You know, like, let's focus on our crew and showcase our people. And uh, you know, we'll, we'll sprinkle in all the you know extra people. You know, you want to see every other show of the year. You know, and that's not to say that this is a bad lineup. I'm just saying, like, from my perspective, you know, I think that an absolution show needs to be about AIW talent. And, you know, you, you want, you want those extra, you know, debuting talents. You'll see them in jail. Right. 
Yeah, absolution isn't a time when you're going to all of a sudden see all these crazy surprises. You may see one or something. It's not un- unknown to see an absolution surprise. But, yeah, I mean, this is a time when you're going to showcase, you know, the work that guy's been putting in all year, you know. So I'm excited. For three years, honestly. Well, yeah, like you said, since 2019, really, three years. And, I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. That The four-way, they're running it back, the four-way with members only, Bitcoin, and uh, to infinity and beyond, and then adding the fuckets. I mean, that's right. It's gonna be a good. Yeah, and, you know, we set we set up a lot of stuff. We set up a lot of stuff, and you know, I, the theme really the theme was you know, it's gonna be an AIW centric absolution. You know, which it you know it always is, but you know sometimes you get that big special guest or that you know weird you know showcase match mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, and that's just not the theme that we're going with this year, you know, like there was a little, uh, there was some thoughts on some stuff like that. And, um, like I said, you know, things fall through and all this stuff. And I think that, you know, we've put together a, a, a really great card and, you know, all the little things, uh, that we needed to build here in the, you know, I guess last minute, I think that we took care of, uh, at the Winchester last Thursday. And even, you know, which no, I was going to say, even down to the meet and greet person is a very AIW centric. You know what I mean? Like to say it's about AIW. I mean, Johnny is a guy that's, you didn't do a meet and greet. That's a fucking AIW, you know, talk about AIW legends. I mean that. So even down to just that, right. you know what I mean? The whole show is very AIW home, home roster centric. Yeah, and uh, you know that was always kind of the plan. But you know, I do get, I do get a little, uh, you know, I guess influenced sometimes by these, you know, fans that are like always kind of like, hey, book this person or do this person or like, you know, this sucks or you know what I mean. Like, so you always want to kind of like try to be ahead of that. Yeah. But like, you know, sometimes you got to stick to your guns, and um, I'm sticking to my guns, and maybe I wouldn't if we didn't have Johnny, you know. But uh, since we do, I, I know the show is, you know, pretty, pretty safe uh, financially, you know, um, as far as like uh, we already have over 300 tickets sold, you know, so all the premium seating is gone. Uh, we only have, you know, whatever we can fit as far as general admission. Um I have a number in my head that I'm just, you know, if we hit that number prior, we're just cutting tickets off and there will be none available at the door. I actually had to send out like a memo to all the local wrestlers that said, hey, you know, if you have any people that you want to come, you better have them buy purchase yeah. tickets in advance. Because, you know, a lot of it is like a walk up crew, you know, yeah, what I mean? these younger with me. Can they get in? wrestlers. Yeah, like, yeah. And I said, hey, you know. Like you got to you got to get your people to buy tickets because the the way it's selling, you know, it's selling faster than any Akron show that we've ever had that, you know, for wow. sure. And we've had some lineups with some of the cons. It's like with the, the rubber con that we did there and some of the other. I mean, we brought fucking Ricky Steamboat there, for God's sakes. I mean, that's if it's selling faster than some of those shows, you better buy your fucking ticket. Yeah, I mean, geez, at least. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty crazy. All right, well, back to, real quick, before we get too far into Absolution stuff, back to 3D, um, what was it like, uh, did you, Shark Boy's always a great time, what was it like bringing that, bringing him back, um, he was very enjoyable, the little bit that I interacted with him, um, how was your time with him, when you talked to him at all? Yeah, he's, uh, I mean, he's like a great, like, locker room guy, right, like, yeah. you know, and he does his thing in the ring, but he's like one of those just, like, you know, shifty veteran guys who, like, says stuff that like uh, you know he's different than Tommy Rich but in the same vein I want these newer like young students that are you know actively wrestling I want them to like experience these like veteran mm-hmm. guys you know so like it, it just kind of loosens them up you know what I mean like um a funny story is like you know all those guys you know they're all nervous to like call the match with them right mm-hmm. and uh you know, everyone's got their ideas, you know, they're all very eager and, uh, 
Shark Boy goes, Hey guys, you know, I just want to let you know that I have a condition. Um, if you can work around it, it'd be great. And like, you know, they get all nervous. He's like, yeah, he's like, you know, I, I recently learned that I'm allergic to bumping. <laughs> so, um, you know, if you could please, you know, take that into consideration. And like, they were all like, what? Yeah. They're like waiting for him to say something real serious, like baited, like, what? and he says that. And you're like, they don't know how to respond. Right. Yeah. They were just kind of like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. That's great. But yeah, um, it's, uh, you know, stuff like that is just great for these guys to be around. You know what I mean? It like loosens them up and it gives them, you know, just like the perspective of like, you know, when you're young, like you're just worried about like you want to do these moves and these spots and all this other stuff. And like there's like Shark Boy who's just like, hey, you know, like what kind of food they got here? (laughs) He said to me, he goes, I said, hey, how you doing? You know, I said, how's it been going? Everything this nice. I said, well, you, you're feeling you excited tonight? Get in there, mix it up. He said, oh, yeah. Oh, I love, I'm, I'm on my, uh, I'm on my greatest hits tour. He says, I just do all the greatest hits, you know, and he kind of referenced the no bumping thing, but he's, you know, I do, I do it all. And he start listening to what he does. I do the biting. I do the, you know, the, the shell. Yeah. I do the, 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 you know, the stunner, all the greatest hits, greatest hits. And I'm just like, man, this guy is like. He's like a guy doing like a carnival, not carnival, but like the festival, like fair tour when you're like playing to these people at like the wing fairs. Like, yeah, dude, we're just going out there and playing, uh, you know, playing the songs. And yeah, that's he's it. playing the hits. <laughs> yeah, it's just like he Which was, is great. You know what I mean? Like, well, he deserves that, right. I mean, Shark he's Boy, earned it. you know, yeah. He earned it. Exactly. He earned it. And like, I'm not burying him at all. No. I thought it was great. You know no, what I yeah, mean? No, like, yeah, I thought he was it the was, fucking best. Right, and like... I even told him the day before I said, you know, cause he, he texted me and I was like, you know, just, you go out there, hit the greatest hits. You're, you're going to be, you know, working with three young guys, hit your greatest hits. You know what I mean? Get in and get out, toss a stunner in there and uh, take some pictures of the people, you yeah. know, like that was, that was about it. Um, and you know, for me, it's like cool to book shark boy because you know, in like the nineties, like he was like the indie guy that you heard mm-hmm. about, you know what I mean? Like uh, he had like all this kind of like, you know, in the infancy of the internet, like he had all this kind of buzz, you know? So, um, you know, it's always cool to, to be around him and talk to him a little bit about that. You know, he was like on those Pillman Memorial shows, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, I think he signed the WCW like right before it closed or he was, you know, getting looked at by WCW. So the, you know, just very interesting guy, you know what I mean? He's had a very interesting career and like, there's not a lot of those like active veterans anymore that, you know, you can, put in there with like three you know younger students and have them kind of like you know what i mean like loosen them up and give them like a uh, a funny kind of you know like a funny story you know because like right now like when you're a young wrestler like every match is like wrestlemania and like it's the end of the world you mm-hmm. know and like uh, guys like that like like almost like bring you back down to reality a little bit and uh you know like <laughs> You know, to bring this kind of full circle, like last year at the gathering, I had, uh, you know, they let me kind of like book some of the mm-hmm. stuff. And uh, I had uh, I had Shark Boy and Chuck Stone as a tag team called Surf and Turf. <laughs> and they wrestled uh, the Rip City Shooters who uh, they were they were JCW SEA and they came out dressed as fishermen. You know, and with fishing rods, like they were trying the to Gordon's catch Fisherman, Shark Boy. Yellow fucking slicker. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've seen the photos. They're yeah, pretty yeah, yeah. incredible. And, uh, you know, the same thing. Like they just had this like crazy, funny experience with Shark Boy and these, you know, just great memory of like, you can have fun when you're wrestling sometimes. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to, you don't have to be so worried that your career is going to, die that day i think it's you know because that's how it's like uh when your career is as small or as short as some of these guys has been you know they're not they're not these tenured vets so if you bring in a guy like shark boy who's done it all he's seen it all he's been around and he can kind of put you in a position where you're like man just you know like i'm a guy who pretends he's a fucking shark like let's just go out there and have some fun it kind of takes you away and it kind of zooms out like yeah you've only done you know x amount of matches and you kind of, I think, when you've only done so many, you kind of look at everything so much closer because you've only done so many. So you're very, you're very like microscopic on all. Like you really kind of 
look at it all like, oh my god, I could have did this better, or that better, or that better. And when you have a match with Shark Boy, like you're saying, you can do some spots and yeah, just kind of forget and have a go out there, have a fun match, and go to the back and be like, all right, well that was pretty good. And then you think about it, you're like, okay, well maybe everything isn't so fucking serious. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, yeah. And and I mean, it's funny because I, I told him, I was like, I'll, I'll have you on the road by 930. And like that show was going so quick, like intermission was over at like 830. <laughs> so I was like, look, man, you're an hour early. You could get out of here. And he's like, really? I could go. I was like, yeah, you know, you can take off whenever you want. But yeah, he was a he was a good dude. Uh, always a good dude to, to be around. Um, and like he just works on an indie show, mm-hmm. you know. Like it, it, it just even if you don't know who he is, it, you know, it works. He gets a reaction. Um, so yeah, I mean, I was I was really happy with it. And then you know you had Tuan call up Matthew Justice after that. It was a brave move calling him uh, calling him a pussy, uh, Tuan. That was a brave move, my friend. I hope you're doing some work, getting in the gym, and. Um simulating car accidents because that's what that match is going to be like I think uh, <laughs> I'm excited those two styles uh, I, I'm very excited for that right yeah I mean we'll see what happens <laughs> that's definitely one of those ones like you said where it could go either way and I'm I'm here to see what's going to happen I'm excited um, are there any other uh, any other matches that you think that stood out uh, from 3D that you were really happy with that stood out at all. I mean, I think the tag. I think the tag match was great. The three way mm-hmm. tag was was incredible. Um, you know, uh, the main event was was wild chaos. You know what I mean? Uh, and set up. You know, various things going forward. You know, we're gonna get the Duke and West at Absolution. You know, building on to the Derek and, and Bishop stuff that's been kind of brewing for months, you know, kind of on the back burner from the Matt Cardona stuff. There's been this, you know, a lot of that with those two. So, you know, just adding fuel to that fire for absolution. Um, you know, I was, I was really happy with the whole thing. I thought um, both of the PME balking season singles matches, like super over delivered. Um, I thought they were both great. Mm-hmm. Uh, for different reasons um and you know that's what's great about the winchester is you know being able to put those guys in these you know single situations and you know let them let them go and kind of show that you know they're not just you know tag wrestlers and that they're fully capable of having really good singles matches as well um so yeah i was i was super happy with with all that you know i was i was really happy with with the whole show honestly i feel like they almost had they had like a competition between them, like who was going to go out there, you know, out of the singles matches, like, like they're almost trying to like one up each other, like with each match, what, you know what I mean? Like, cause they both were great in their, like you said, in their own ways. Um, but it did it. It put a lot of focus on the fact that PME both obviously can, I feel like they, I feel like it was kind of, we've seen them do some single stuff we saw, you know, and I feel like everyone felt pretty confident, but seeing Chuck and Artie, both go out there single style and really kind of bring it up. I mean, everybody's levels kind of went up for that show, I feel like. And it was a prelude kind of to what we're going to see, you know, now together as a tag. You know, it's going to be both of them, you know. So I'm excited for that tag big time, personally. Yeah, I mean, like, I I was, I I think everything really, really delivered. And, you know, uh, the PB and Jocelyn and Isaiah Broner stuff, you know, I thought was, was really good to kind of build up all that. Um, it, it was, you know, Dom and Jackson stone, um, you know, you got the, you know, the, uh, the announcement of, of the dog collar match and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just, uh, yeah, you know, it, it was very much, you know, in my head, it was the Raw before WrestleMania, you know, and we were setting up all kinds of stuff, and it ended on a chaotic note. And, um, you know, hopefully it made people excited for Absolution. And if you haven't watched it yet, you know, I encourage you to, to watch it before, prior to Absolution on July 20th. I think that Dom and Shogun match was very good on multiple levels for multiple reasons. One, it was the rubber match between those two who have had two previously great matches so to see them do the third and kind of really blow it out i thought was really great um to see dom get the win over shogun and you saw dom and carrington have 
the fans bring the weapons, no rules, at Gangster Rap made me do it. And you kind of saw what could happen there, and you thought, okay, you know, this is this is kind of maybe the height of it. And then you saw Dom and Shogun go at it again, and you saw Dom go to a level of pissed offness and fucking beat the fuck out of somebody that I was like, holy shit, like that was a match. And now you mean to tell me at the end of this match, this motherfucker brings out the dog collar, and you could just see the look on Casey Carrington's face that all these things that he's been doing for all these months, the taunting and the shirt, the new name, he's the new bone collector, all of these things, you know, Carrington or uh, Carson coming out to help him that one time and just all of these things, he's really thinking about like, fuck, this is all kind of led to this moment where I am not, I am now going to be dog collar chained to this fucking psychopath. And I'm, I have a feeling it's going to bring some pain. And I'm I'm here I'm here for it. that one. I am excited for it. To see those two finally the finish to that one I'm excited. It's been a feud going for a while now. I'm excited to see the end. Yeah, and I just hope that people are, you know, they're excited for it. I think this will be Dom's second or third dog collar match. I think him and um Tom did one at an absolution mm-hmm. before. Um, and that might be the only one. I can't remember if him and BJ Whitmer did one that, or wasn't not. That did, wasn't that Duke who did all that? That was Submit a Surrender, okay. I think. So, but yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm excited. You know, there there were a few other ideas tossed around. And, it's something um, we haven't seen for, I mean, we've seen it before in AIW, obviously it's not brand new, but it's something we haven't seen for a bit, so maybe some of the newer fans haven't seen a show with a dog collar match, so, because I mean, I think the last one was, was Ethan Page dog collar match for somebody? Was it Dom? No, it would have been, it would have been Dom, Dom and, and Filthy. Filthy? Dom, okay, yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay. Um, I think that they did one, you know, someone out there will correct me if I'm wrong. Right. <laughs> um, well, um... Is there anything else you want to hit on for uh, going into Absolution or anything we want to get to these questions? I know we got a bunch of questions. Um, we can get to the questions, uh, you know, just kind of, you know, I'm not going to hard sell Absolution because I think it's selling itself, but I will hard sell Jaylet Weekend. We have a lot of uh, a lot of cool stuff planned, you know, and uh, I want to get those, those weekend passes gone as soon as possible. So the only way you can sit front row or on the stage is, is through a week is through a weekend pass and then second and third row are, are will be available for each individual event um yeah i want it to be packed you know what i mean just for you know jt lightning and again it's been three years since we did one of those you know his family's gonna be there you know like let's let's pack that place um mr. whiskers wants you to pack it <laughs> mr whiskers that's, you know, that's the big, and you know, that's the big ticket weekend, right? For me as a promoter, that's a, a gigantic, gigantic expenses. So, you know, that's the one I'm really worried about. Um, so many flights, so many hotels. I mean, it's a lot of right fees, you know, all Dude, that. Fucking so, Drago, man, like that. If you haven't seen Lucha Underground, go. Somebody's got a fucking Netflix password, or I think it was on Netflix, right? Or Hulu? I think it was Netflix, but. It was on Netflix. I don't know if it Dude, still is. Well, that means it if it ain't on there, that means you can probably watch that shit on, like, YouTube. Dude, go watch Drago in, and Lucha Underground. This dude is doing some wild Lucha shit. I cannot wait to see this man. Look at the fucking mask he wears. Sometimes I think some of that shit is just... I love wrestling, and I love the theatrics of wrestling, and, like, the, you know, gear that they wear, and, like, the, the song, just everything. And that motherfucker, I can't... Sometimes just, like, entrances and certain shit alone for me is, like, the the price of a admission for a wrestler. Yeah, he's... he's that guy. He's got, like, the whole yeah, package. that's... It's gonna be fucking wild. Like, that, I can't... I can't wait. Like, those are the type of shit, like, I'll take an Instagram video of that guy, and normies from my normal life will see it on my Instagram and be like... What the fuck is that? Well, like, what the fuck are you doing? That's cool. What are you doing? And then you get to tell them, like, oh, I work for this wrestling company. And they're like, oh, that's cool. You know, and it's just stuff like that. Like, Drago, man. That's just one announcement of how many, you know? Right. All right. Let's get to some questions. Okay. Uh, we open it up every week in our Discord. Uh, if you're not a Patreon member, sign up at patreon.com slash AI wrestling. Um, 
and you can ask us questions and we'll answer them as best we can on the air. Uh, so this one comes from a Patreon member, Ski284. Uh, he wants to know, will Duke versus West be for the boot at Absolution? Is that a, for the, has there any been a discussion of that? Is that for the boot? Is that challenge laid down? Is What's going on with that? I don't know. I don't know if Wes is uh, weighing in enough, right? I don't know. <laughs> does does um, Wes qualify as a hoss? roster member that is a good if what yeah that it, i guess it's up to i guess it's up to the duke if he wants to if he wants to put it up because i mean yeah if if i guess if you're under hoss level and you still want to fight it though you could you could fight up right you don't i mean is that allowed I guess, right um right i don't know okay second question from the uh from ski he's he asked or the, excuse me they ask i'm not sure this is a male or female they, they ask uh was there any ever any discussion of taking this opportunity to split the absolute and intense champion because obviously right now it's you know they're together is this a chance where you can you know to i mean yeah it's it's been discussed and i've seen a couple other people you know bring it up but you know at this point let's you know let let's get the reset started first and then you know we'll we'll move on from there right like this wasn't this wasn't the plan you know what i mean so it's like I I feel like it would be too messy to split them. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like, okay, we're vacating them, but like one's going to be available here and one's going to be available here. Like, let's just do a clean break right now. And then, you know, we'll we'll work towards something with that. I also think he lost both titles. Let's give Josh an opportunity to get both of his titles back and then go from there. Right. I mean, you know, there's uh, there are certainly plans in the future um, to split them up and, you know, uh, have a another title, you know, to be defended elsewhere in the card, uh, you know, to help th- the development of the rest of the roster. But um, I also don't think it's necessarily would be fair to Derek either to give him an opportunity at this and say, well, now it would only be for one belt. You know, what I mean, that's not fair. You know, this whole time he's been going after these, taking these matches and, and you know, because he wrestled Cardona, he wrestled Josh. You know, this has been something that's been going on. He's been fighting these fights at the opportunity for both belts. I think it would be unfair to the, you know, to, to him as well because he could win, you know, he could win both belts as well. So, Right. So, like, let's just, let's get through, you know, like, this wasn't the plan, you know, mm-hmm. like. Okay. So, you know, I think it would just get too messy to kind of, like, be like, oh, and also, by the way, you know, like one of these belts is going to be only up, and you know, this other belt is something else is going to happen at another day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I say we just let you know. Let's let let's uh let's let these shows happen and see where it goes from there as far as splitting stuff up. Um. Okay. Uh, A Rose asks the Bill Alfonso tournament is supposed to award a title shot to the winner, yet both Bishop and Derek are in it. What do you do if the champ wins or one will be replaced? Hmm. I think um, this is sort of a you can't so, count your chickens before it'll hatch type thing. Like, they want in the tournament, you got to let them in the tournament, right? I mean. Right. So, you know, this was the, obviously, you know, this was the lineup pre-everything's changing, mm-hmm. right? So we kept the lineup as is, and then, you know, we will again address a a change or an audible if needed after July twenty third. Because technically, I mean, it's it's any uh, as as just Justin Summers points out, the Bill Alfonso tournament winner gets whatever match they want at Rager. So it wouldn't even necessarily. Let's say you know what if okay what if. J- Derek wins and he has the belts already, or Josh wins and has the belts already. He could say he wants a match against whoever. It could be someone, and you got to book him. That's to me. That's what the stipulation is. It's any match they want, not necessarily. It could be for a title if that's what you want to go after. But if it's somebody who has the title, he could just say, "Hey, Thorn, you know, I want a fucking, you know." Right. So you know, and it's like, I think that people expected both of those guys to be in it mm-hmm. and because i think if one was in, one was in it and one was not in it you know what i mean like it would it would be a tell right, right of what's gonna right. happen and, and he, so, here is a good point that's a rose points out 
if if Bishop wins and gets any match he wants, you know what match we getting, don't you? Better get you better get in the ring shape there, buddy, because you know he's coming. He's coming for you, Thorny. <laughs> it's, we're gonna get that Josh Bishop, uh, John Thorne dog collar match everyone's one been wanting. <laughs> Got about six there weeks. There you go. Um, okay, A Rose asks uh, for both both hosts. July is National Anti Boredom Month. When you are not working on wrestling or working, what are some leisurely activities you like to do, John? What do you like to do for leisurely activities? Oh, I don't know. You know, watch movies, go, uh, you know, watch some TV shows, hit up uh, some sort of outdoor, you know what I mean, activity in the summer, hit Cedar Point or go, you know what I mean, go to bars with some people, you know, nothing, nothing too crazy. I don't, you know, wrestling pretty much is my, my hobby from the real world. It consumes but, uh, a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, you just kind of, you, you got to make time to d- do some regular stuff though for your own mental health and well-being i think have you been out have you Um, seen any movies at the theater lately have you gone out and seen anything i know you're a big movie guy i think i saw no i I think uh the new jurassic park i think is the last thing that i saw which was you know i mean that was all right it was fine a lot of people buried it i thought it was fine i mean what do you expect you're seeing like a sixth or seventh movie about dinosaurs yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> you know the, I mean? yeah like, the sixth or seventh what? in a row about a fucking dinosaurs inhabiting our planet in present day like let's fucking loosen the reins right, like, there what's, <laughs> right like what's the, what's your expectation <laughs> uh yeah so you know what i mean i you know between this and having a real job you know there's there's not a ton of time to to juggle but you know i try to you know see friends get you know go to like go to dinner somewhere or something you know like sure. just regular person stuff civilian activities <laughs> no other real hobby though you know okay um i i like camping i have a camper that i go to that's like my leisurely activity i guess uh drive a golf cart around stupid shit like that you know i'm around my camper um uh, i like sports cards but that's like a business that's more like work to me anymore i took a hobby i liked and turned into a job same with the iw something i used to do for fun go to iw shows and now it's part of my job so that's you know but <laughs> people always ask me i always laugh about it i'm like man like it's the sweetest shit ever like i would do this a hundred times over again like i love being in the back and being i've always done production stuff my whole life so it was always kind of funny to like go to wrestling and know that there was a whole backside portion of it and kind of always wondered like because i always you know like i say always done stuff like that my whole life so now finally being on the other side is it's a bunch of fun for me so thanks um also okay so another question from a rose uh ask aiw since johnny gargano is coming back to absolution favorite johnny match in aiw or segment do you have a favorite johnny match or segment at all um, you know, I think the matches with Brian Danielson like really stand out because he was still kind of, you know, just like a local bit of an obscure guy when those happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and I think anybody that was there will always remember his AIW farewell that went like 90 minutes the or speech, something, yeah. you know, some crazy, yeah, long. some crazy, um, amount of time but yeah i mean there's a zillion johnny gargano memories you know um i think you know even uh, a lot of them happened when he was training at the school like there was like just so much funny stuff that happened that only those you know eight or ten people or whoever were in that building you know will remember like the first time kaplan tried a split-legged moonsault you know what i mean like Johnny's Johnny's face and reaction, you know, like it, just uh, stuff like that, you know, really stands out. Um, I'm, you know, I'm happy we were able to work this out. Uh, he's certainly, you know, coming coming in on the uh, on the old uh, brother deal uh, for Absolution because uh, you know he really wanted to to be a part of it. So uh, I'm 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 really excited. Uh, I hope everybody participates in his meet and greet um and that all that money is going right to him so you know he needs he's it got that new kid. <laughs> he's out of a job you know he's out of a job uh he's keeping all that money 
So uh, please, everybody, you know, participate in that meet and greet. You know, he didn't have to do this. Uh, he's not doing anything at any independent shows. He's really a strictly convention guy. Uh, but, uh, you know, he said he would come and do this uh, because it's Absolution. So, you know, I, I hope that uh, everybody comes out and supports him because, you know, you never know where he's going to go. He is a pretty hot free agent still right now, you know. So I don't know if this is... You know, I, I don't know if this will be happening again anytime soon. I thought if it wasn't going to be Cesaro recently, recently, Claude, you know, Claudio didn't come out. I thought it could be. There was a good chance it could be Johnny for sure. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't see Johnny lasting around very long. But uh, okay, uh, Mr. Scott Random uh, asks you: While it's no longer there, are there any favorite memories or rides from Jaga Lake or like SeaWorld Six Flag until it closed recently? Fifth, well, not recently, fifteen years ago. You want to share? Uh, he went there in 2000. Uh, I wasn't much of a, like a, <coughs> I wasn't much of like a Jaga Lake person, you know, like my dad worked, you know, at this union factory job and they had their company picnics back when companies would have picnics, they would have it at Cedar point, yeah. you know, and you bring the whole family and then the company would buy kegs for all the, you know, for all the workers and put in that, that's kind of when Cedar point was a little, <laughs> a little bit like the wild west, <laughs> you know, you'd be having kegs in there. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I only went to Cedar, uh, to Juggle Lake like a few times in my like teenage years. You know, I went to SeaWorld probably, you know, as a kid, probably a few times. Um, but like not a lot of, you know, fond memories, you know, I remember going there when it turned to Six Flags or whatever, yeah. um, you know, in the early two thousands, but, uh, I was more of a Cedar Point, Cedar Point guy. Went to Jaga Lake a bunch of times one summer because uh, they hired, they had like this stunt action show that they used to put on, and they had BMX riders that they had these couple box jumps in like the front that they put on this show for, and a couple of my friends ended up working for there. They were the BMX riders, and the wild shit that went on at that park, man. I, I, it's interesting. If you ever seen that movie, like. It's called like Adventureland or whatever. It's about those kids. Adventureland, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very similar to that. Um, Kristen yeah, Stewart and Jesse Eisenberg, or whatever. Just uh, that place was wild back in the day. But um, fuck Sea World. Fuck them forever. Uh, I hope every Sea World closes. Uh, fuck them forever. Uh, that's all I really have to say. Not a big shame. No, yeah. no, no. I hate Sea World. That fucking place sucks. Um. Speaking of SeaWorld and SeaWorld type things, the Rip City Pharmacist, uh, Mike, wants to know, who created the foam shark at AIW3D? And I want, was it Pedro? Because that was a great, that was great. Yeah, Pedro. So Pedro, I like joked with him, like, hey, we need some 3D effects for this show, you know? And uh, he like painted up those doors. I don't know if they ended up breaking those doors One or, or two not, of them got broken. But he like yeah. painted up, the, he painted up those doors and like it had like a little bit like, if you had the 3D glasses on, it looked kind of 3D, you know, and like it, it was like popping a little bit. And I was like, yeah, now you got to make a shark. And he was like, oh, he's like, is that a challenge? <laughs> and like, I was just joking. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like literally 30 minutes later, he has this gigantic shark. It was, it was great. And I was like, well, how did you do that? Like he like bought um, a giant piece of styrofoam uh-huh. from like Home Depot or something. And he hand carved it. Looked it looked great. Um, it was just so funny because... We're setting up all the shit and getting the ring and everything together, and um, and I tell you what, dude, a fucker, I'm a fuck around and figure I'm gonna know how to do that ring now because I get there so early, especially Winchester and certain places. I like to get the speakers and all the audio stuff set up first before a lot of the ring shits there because it's hard to get around. So then I'll get done for the most part, and I just I kind of just watch them. So I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking fuck around and remember how to do that ring, but. Uh, <laughs> He's p- pulling out these doors, and I'm like, the doors? I'm like, oh, those are pretty cool. Like, the props, you know, like, it looks good. He's like, yeah, you're not fucking around this time ever since they put that hole in the wall. He's like, I'm blocking that fucking shit. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, yeah, this is, that is like two way thinking right there. Like, I love it. Like, you took that, like, it was, you were also like preventative with it. And then uh, he's like, oh, you want to take a picture in the shark? I was like, hell yeah. And I stuck my head through there and like made this, like, oh, like scared face. And he's like, oh, yeah, the fucking sound guy knows how to take the picture. <laughs> He's like, how come everyone else I asked just kind of stuck their head in there and just looked normal? I'm like, you're supposed to look. Sh-. He's like, you're supposed to look shocked. You're getting eaten by a shark. And I was like, well, yeah, that's the whole point. Yeah, he made everybody take a picture in that. Yeah, shark. he was real impressed with my performance, and I felt good about it. I was like, oh hell yeah. <laughs> 
Um, okay, uh, a couple more. Scott Random wants to know, as an IWTV viewer, the beach balls were such a nice addition. Uh, apparently, there was like... I haven't watched it back yet. Um, they, I know. I remember I see them like hitting them around, so I wonder if the camera was catching a lot of that, huh? Yeah, I told like uh, about like 2 o'clock, I, I said, somebody's got to go get some beach balls or something. we got to up the atmosphere. <laughs> and uh, Dustin Alberti went and bought uh, a bunch of rafts and beach balls. And uh, he got a, a shark raft, and he Shark Boy autographed it. I don't know wow. if anybody bought it or if it was raffled off or if that's going in the vault for a later raffle. But uh, that's yeah, pretty sweet. We hit, yeah, it was like a shark ra- inflatable raft autographed by Shark Those Boy. Those toys that he had were real great. Shark Boy is such like a toyetic dude, obviously. He's a fucking sh- half human, half shark man, so obviously his toys are pretty sweet. But there's a couple old ones. like a t- There was two TNA ones. I think one of them was like an ECW one or something. It's really rad. No, they were all, they were t- all, they were TNA, all TNA. Okay. Um, yeah. Trump better wants to know, will the belts be defended during J-Lit weekend like years past? Any belts going to be defended up for grabs during J-Lit or just the tournament? Uh, um, I have to think probably a match or two here, you know, something that's maybe not day two. Tournament. Yeah, like, th- you know, day two. With, you know, when we revamped the format a few years ago, it really opened up the potential for night mm-hmm. two, you know, to to um, be able to do more stuff. Because some of those early JLets were like marathon shows. You a know, lot of like singles. Just, they were all yeah, singles. Yeah, yeah. So like, now doing the four ways. You know, you're doing like. Right, like 12 matches a night. You know what I mean? When you're trying to mix other matches in to break up the brackets and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, um, So the new format really leaves a lot of uh, potential. So, yeah, I, I would think that uh, you'll see something like that. Yeah, because we have seen day some two. wild day two four-way matches uh, in J-Let's past of recent. And, and none of that shit's, like, announced until the second day, too. So, like, you know, so-and-so wins and so, you know what I mean? You don't know who could be facing who in night two. And that's been some of the most intriguing shit is who's, you know, squared off on night two in some of these four-ways and shit. Right. And then, you know, there's just a lot more uh, potential on, on night two for just um, exciting stuff. So, yeah, I would I would think, but, you know, I'm not going to say yes for sure right now okay all right and the final one we got was from jack uh he wants to know any memories of nepw out of lake county at all you remember any of that oh yeah the promoter's name was eddie edwards Edwards. nepw yeah i went to a lot i I went to a lot of those shows i used to i i was a referee for nepw for a while you were a ref huh uh when i was 17 yeah when i was 17 i was a ref at nepw uh did I don't know how many shows, but uh, quite a few NEPW shows. Um, I remember going out there to see Christopher Daniels wrestle for the first time, Amazing Red wrestle for the first time. I went all the way out there. I mean, uh, I saw Gangrel there, Alex Shelley. I mean, all, all kind, all kinds of people. You know, in those uh, early, early two thousand indies, uh, NEPW is like probably one of those companies that like just severely was failed based on you know just technology of the time you know what i mean like they would have these like crazy lineups but like you know unless you were on the you know east coast or i had to be mid-south in those days like nobody really talked too much about it and you know it was like things were still like in a vhs tape era you know what i mean so like it was just but Man, I would love to get a hold of that tape library from like the early NEPW days. Just like probably just crazy, crazy, crazy lineups. Um, but yeah, I went to a lot of those shows. I refed on those shows, um, and I think you know it, it made like sporadic comebacks throughout like the mid two thousands. But it never really was what it was in the early two thousands, and you know, kind of just fizzled out. They would run like they would run. Um, when I was going, they would run the Lake County Fairgrounds, I believe. So they were in, it was all the way in Painesville. That's a hike. That is a hike. Yeah, but they would have some, some wild lineups. And, you know, in those days, it would be like, you know, they would run on Saturday. JT Lightning would run on Sunday. And they would have, you know, some, sometimes you would see some talent do both. And, um, you know, completely different crowds and different worlds and yeah it's pretty pretty crazy Hell yeah okay 
Well, thanks, everyone, for the questions. We appreciate it. Like we said, if you have any questions you want to ask, feel free to sign up for the Patreon at patreon.com slash AI Wrestling. Um, as little as five bucks gets you into the Patreon or the Discord, correct? Yeah, five <clears> bucks. Okay, anything else you want to put over, as they say in the biz, before we get out of here? No. Okay. Just go... Go, fo- go follow those Royal Docs socials and spam them with AIW. I got to get back on stuff. Twitter. But I also love... I don't, I don't love you. I, I was just going to say, I also love not being on Twitter, but I like there's certain things I want, like certain wrestling things I want and miss, but then there's a ton other that I'm like, fuck that website. <laughs> if I mean, if I, if I didn't need it as a promotional tool, I don't think... I was going to say, is that one of the things yeah. you're envious of me that I don't have to deal with Twitter? <laughs> It's just, I mean, it is just, like, too much anymore. Like, it's just, like, some of the stuff, like, you log on and you just go, who fucking gives a shit? Like, you know what I mean? Like, who gives I a shit? I did that too many times. Like, and it's, like, your you entire know, that feed. That was it before I could. It, it's your entire feed. It's, and, you know, it's just like, I'm supposed to care about this stuff <laughs> that I don't, you know? And, like, you can't get away from it. And then it's just, like, everyone's got to. Everyone's got to comment on it, you know, the same way because they know they're going to get likes and retweets, and it's just I don't know. It's just it's it, Twitter used to be fun, and now like no nobody wants like nobody wants to be fun anymore. It's just like everyone's judging and you know looking for something to you know get you like it's like a gotcha oh, thing, yeah. and oh, like yeah. it's just like dude, like it's fucking summertime. Get outside, <laughs> you know, go do something. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us before we start really bashing Twitter. And you got any other social medias you want to hate on? <laughs> I hate them all. Yeah, so let's get back on let's get back on uh, Friendster, or, you know, one we're of those going back. primitive. Yeah, we're going, it's going backwards. <laughs> all right, John, well thank you. We appreciate everyone for listening. Um we'll see y'all next week. Find me on hotornot.com. <laughs> It's my new primary social media. <laughs> <laughs>